0: Uh, last week, if you was here, I preached on <clears throat> Belshazzar. I preached on judgment. His judgment was instantly, and it came fast and quick. <clears throat> and like I said, judgment's coming to the world. It's just a matter of time. When God's ready and all things are ready, judgment will come to the lost the souls of men. And... uh Last week, I didn't really know what I was going to preach on to the very end, and I thought about grace, preaching on grace, and it didn't work out. But today, amen, it's worked out. So anyway, I wanted—I got to thinking about this grace this week. Seems like the last couple of weeks I've been struggling. I don't know why I've been down and discouraged. Uh, I don't know why that is. I guess it's just life. Sometimes it's just that way. <clears throat> we let allow things to get to us and discourage us and get us down. We got an enemy surely that's working on us, trying to destroy our faith, trying to destroy any good that we have in our lives. But thank God for His grace this morning, Amen. The grace of God that passes all understanding. So we'll take a look here. Uh, I want to read my notes and. We'll go over the verses in the song here this morning. But I looked up the word amazing. What is the definition of amazing? It says causing surprise or wonder. Astonishing. Uh, Startling. Impressive. Grace. The definition of grace. The free an unmerited favor of God as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the uh, bestowal of blessings. In other words, a note here, uh, I will give you favor, but you don't deserve it. <coughs> and that's so true. We don't deserve this grace. Mercy, definition of mercy, is compassion, forgiveness showing towards someone uh, whom it is within one's power to punish and harm <coughs> but yet because of mercy they hold back on that punishment huh you ever had that happen to you huh <laughs> something you knew you was you done wrong and you knew you was punished for it you need to be punished for it but they have mercy had mercy on you huh? And held back the punishment. And forgive you and overseen it. Amen. That's God. Ain't it? Praise the Lord. Amazing Grace. <clears throat> this is the most popular Christian song in the whole world. Huh? Worldwide, Amazing Grace is the most popular Christian song there is. The church sings it. The church knows all about it. We love this song, but the world knows about it, too, because they hear it all the time. It's sung about at not every funeral, but most of the funerals, most of national tragedies that happened, this shooting that took place, they'll have a memorial service over the dead, a candlelight vigil, and there'll be the song Amazing Grace played or sung. Wait and see. It's just the way it is. Anytime there's a national tragedy in our nation, somewhere we hear the bagpipes huh? singing "Amazing Grace." Huh? Praise God. John Newton, the old uh, sailor that uh, was that uh, worked on that uh, slave trading ship, was the one that wrote the song. Now, there's different stories, are different things I've read about and heard about. But uh, just to give you a glimpse of the way I understand it. He was born in 1725. huh? And his mother was a Puritan woman. A strong Christian woman. And she taught him the Bible. And read him the stories. And told him about God. Told him how to pray. taught, uh, Taught him how to pray. And he remembered those Bible stories. And at the age of seven, his mom got sick and died. Seven years old. Here this righteous woman that was in his life is now gone. Uh, his dad was really no good. His dad was a uh, captain of a ship, of a, of a sailing ship. And uh, his dad didn't want nothing to do with him. He went to his relatives. I'll try to keep this quick. He went to, uh, to live with relatives and, they, and uh, he would get his Bible out, he would read his Bible uh, and pray, and they made fun of him. And they scrutinized him and mocked him. Uh, they didn't want him either. And he left. He ran away as a young boy. Went in and tried to work in the shipyards and in places like that where they would have him. And, he hung, and, and to make a long story short, he hung around in the ship trading business for a long time. And then he went into the service. He went into the Navy for a while. But uh he 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 had a problem drinking, and he had a problem with being rowdy and carrying on like sailors do. Uh, John Don knows a little bit about that. But anyway, he he quit. Or he quit, he ran away from the army and went AWOL. And he ended up back on a ship. And he ended up on the trade, this trading ship where they traded slaves. And they and this they said that uh um, he was drunk one evening, one night, and uh, he fell over the side of the ship and went down in the water and would have drowned. One of the sailors, one of his companions, had compassion upon him, and he harpooned him in the thigh. And the harpoon went through his thigh and out the other side, and he reeled him in just like a fish. And the captain said, "Throw him in the lower deck." We don't want any more of this stuff. And he threw him down in that lower deck. Down there where the slaves was. And the stench and the stinking. And everything was a mess down there. And he was down in there with all those slaves. And it said that as time went on, somehow he found this book. I don't know how he found it. And who read it? Who had written this book? But it was talking about Christ. And he started read, He started listening to me. I didn't know I was going to get into all this. He started reading that book, huh? And he started remembering the stories, huh? That his mom taught him as a little child. All those memories started creeping up. And all that understanding that he knew as a child, just at a young age, huh? The Holy Spirit was dealing with him, huh? And he said there that uh, they ran into a storm. Huh? And, and they hit water, and the waves were so high, and they were coming over the ship, and the ship was going to sink if they didn't get all the water out. huh? So it, he said it was uh, him and all the slave and, uh, slaves and everybody on board had to help out and pitch in. huh? And they forgot to throw all that water out so they wouldn't die. And he said in there, he said, he seen the glory of God, and something happened to him on that ship, huh? God's amazing grace. Somehow, he, he he prayed through, huh, and found Christ, huh, and changed him forever. He seen the amazing grace of God and experienced it on that ship as it was going down. God saved him. He came back, huh? Started the churches. He wrote 280 hymns, huh? But the amazing grace is the one that was popular that we know about. He preached in little churches all over the place, huh? And was a great influence in the lives of many people. And he also was on the board to stop this slavery that was going on because he's seen the awful conditions. But he wrote this. Him here. Amazing grace. Huh? How sweet the sound. I thought about this this morning. Let me read these notes here real quick. Verse 1. It says, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a ranch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Amen. Every time we sing this song, uh, or hear it being sung, Uh, it is sweet, sound to our souls. Because we know that by God's amazing grace, He has saved our lost souls. We were wretched. That means we were an unhappy person. We were lost and blinded in sin and in darkness. We knew nothing about the love, joy, and peace of God. We were wretched, miserable, poor, and blind to spiritual life. We were just plain lost. But God's grace found us in this lost state and changed our lives forever. Uh, We were lost, but now we're found. We were blinded by sin, but now we see the light. And the light is Jesus. For he is the light of the world, the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Amen. Praise God. It said here, 'Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed.' Amen. Praise God. Uh, The grace, this grace spiritually spoke to our hearts and let us know that we were lost and going to hell. It taught us the fear of God. Amen. I'm going to tell you a personal story, a personal testimony of my own life. I cannot understand this, but this is what happened to me when I was 14 or 15 years old. And some of you have heard it before, huh? I, 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 this, this, the way this lines up uh, in, these, in these verses is just how it happens in our lives. It's amazing how it is. But I, I, my dad, huh? Him, he had a, a paper, and it was just an article that had been made up, that Christ had came back, and it was that uh, the rapture had taken place. That was back, in my lands, probably in 19. Gosh, I'm to tell all maybe 77, 76, huh? And he brought that home, and 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 laid his dinner bucket down there on the cabinet, and he laid that paper down there, and somehow I seen it, and I got to read. And it was talking about the rapture. You know what the rapture is? That's when, God, when Christ comes back and takes the church. Huh? And it happened worldwide. They had the article and it was telling all about it. And it was talking about the ones that were left behind. Huh? And I tell you, I got to reading that and I was scared to death. Huh? There was a fear in me. I tell you, I realized that I was lost. At a young age, huh? I come home, I think well, I come in to eat. I can't remember what it was. I come in to eat dinner, huh? That's what it was, and seen that. And read it, and it troubled me. And uh, I, I I I thought about all the things, huh? Growing up in a Christian home and and uh, all the things I knew that were true and right, that God had showed me in this church and in the Sunday school back here, huh? I was lost and I knew it. I went out to play. We, went, we was playing the, out there in the field. I went out there to play and I just couldn't do anything. I couldn't do nothing. This is the truth. I'm telling you the truth this morning. I was like numbed. Huh? And, they, and the, uh, the kids in the neighborhood, my friends and buddies, were ask, kept asking me what was wrong. I said, I don't know, I can't explain it to you. They knew something was wrong by the expression on my face. And finally I said, I'm done. I'm going home. I came home. Huh? I came home and I told my dad. I said, I'm scared to death. I read that paper that you brought home and I'm lost and I know that I'm going to hell. It's a reality in my life and I'm scared to death. He said, let's pray. He said, come on, let's pray. I remember just like it was yesterday. We went in there and and I was in the living room, and I knelt down to pray. I tell you, when he prayed, I'm going to tell you, the walls shook when he prayed. Just ask him I tell you, I got down there, and he was praying for me, and I started praying. I asked the Lord to forgive me of all of my sins, huh? And, and, and change my life, and make me a new creature in Christ. I tell you what, he did. That changed my life. You see what happened? Hallelujah, it was grace, listen, that taught my heart to fear. It was God's grace that gave me that fear that I was lost. But hallelujah, it was the same grace that gave me victory and brought me into that family of God. That's right, amen. Huh? Hallelujah, praise God. Grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved. Huh? I want to tell you how precious it was huh, to be saved. I was changed. Huh? Listen, my friends, my neighbors, huh? everybody at school, when they knew that something happened to me, huh? it was God's grace in my heart and life. Huh? He saved me. Huh? Praise the Lord. My long and I backslid a few times. I'm not proud of that at all. I've had circumstances in my life. It's not God's fault. It's my fault. And I backslid, huh? But I went to God and asked Him for forgiveness. Huh? To forgive me. And He restoreth my soul. What's that? Ain't that in the scripture? He restoreth my soul. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then the third verse. Huh? Listen, the third verse says, huh? Through many dangers and toils and snares. Huh? I have already come, huh? Tis grace that's brought. Praise God. Me saved this far. Huh? And grace will lead me home. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Think about that this morning. I tell you, I was studying this, and I was looking at this. I told God, I need your help. I can't understand it or know about it without your help. And he showed me I always thought it was about our Christian life, which it is. But this grace comes from the very beginning of our life to the very end of it. Praise God. From the very beginning of my life And the very beginning of your life It was God's grace that kept us alive Amen, Amen. hallelujah Think about it this morning, huh? That's what John Newt was writing about, huh? Listen, he was just a boy I told you a little bit of the story about him, huh? But God kept him alive Through all those ship sailings, huh? Everything that he went through, huh? God had kept him alive for a reason and a purpose, huh? And when God saved him, huh, his grace continued on, huh? God blessed him and used him, huh? i tell you what, huh? We've been through some dangers. We've been through some toils. We've been through some snares. I want to tell you something this morning. There's an enemy, huh? The devil wants to destroy you and I and destroy this church and anything that's godly. He wants to ruin it and take it down, huh? He's jealous of us. He's envious, of us, huh? He'll put things in our path, huh? Circumstances will come up. Temptations will come to do anything to deter us from this spiritual life, huh? I want to tell you something this morning, huh? Let's stay on the straight and narrow path that leads to heaven, huh? Praise God. So many dangers. So many things has happened to me personally to give up and forget about it, huh? And just get away from the church, huh? You're just like anybody else, huh? You're just like other people, huh? You're no different, huh? That's what the devil tells us, huh? But that's not the way it is. We're God's people. That's right. Huh? We're a special people, huh? We're a peculiar people. We're a godly people. He's our God. He has the grace sufficient to take us through the heaven to the very end of this thing. Amen. And he said here, huh? The last verse. When we've been there. 10,000 years. I know I'm probably coming up short trying to preach on this here this morning about this grace. But he said here, <clears throat> when we've been there 10,000 years, bright shiny, as a sun. I know why he wrote that. Huh? He wanted you and I, our earthly minds, to get a concept of time. Huh? 10,000 years. Think about how long it is. 10,000 years huh? He wanted us to take a look at time. But I want to tell you the scripture says, time shall be no more. <laughs> Once this thing's over with it's over, with. huh? When Christ comes back, huh? Time shall be no more. But what he was saying, Amen, praise God. Listen, huh? We are still going to sing and praise God. For this amazing grace, huh? That we've had, that we've experienced uh, in our hearts and in our lives. We experienced it when we was regenerated, when we were born again. We experienced the grace of God. this, uh, this abounding grace, Amen. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you another thing about it. It's abstaining grace. It's able to keep us, huh, in this life. Praise God, huh? Listen, we sang about it when we got saved. We sang about it this morning. We'll sing about it again, huh? But we'll sing it for eternity in heaven. No wonder it's amazing, huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. stirs my heart. I can't help it. Amen. I don't understand it, huh? Well, I understand one thing. No, I was lost at one time and without God. Uh, That's the scariest place to be—to be lost and without God. But I have Him now, and I'm so thankful and grateful for it. Praise God! No wonder He said it was amazing. Amen. I know I gotta quit. I'm thankful this morning. because it is so good where will we find this at in the scriptures where will we find this grace at if you got your Bibles I'm going to turn over here to Ephesians chapter 2 Ephesians chapter 2 I want to tell you something this Ephesians is a spiritual book and if you ever think about grace, go over to this chapter. Amen. This is the Apostle Paul. He's a talking to the Ephesians. They've been converted out of, uh, out of <clears throat> deep sin, they were lost and away from God. Sit here, <clears throat> verse 1. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is said in you? He had quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. So I want you to get that this morning. Understand that. You and I were dead spiritually. Huh? We were physically alive, but we were dead spiritually. Where in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Amen. So what he was telling the Ephesians, remember, your formal life, You were lost. You lived in sin. You followed your lustful, sinful desires of the flesh and the mind. These are the things that you followed after. You were lost and alienated from God. He was bringing back their past. He wanted them to see where God had brought them from. They were out of this bondage. Huh? Everything changed. (laughs) Hallelujah! But everything changes here, my friend, in verse 4. Praise God. Here's what it said, huh? But God, who is rich in mercy, for with his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he had quickened together, uh, to quicken us together with Christ by grace ye are saved, (laughs) and has raised us up together and made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceedingly riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ. For by grace ye are saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God had uh, uh, before ordained that we should walk in them. Therefore, remember that ye, being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, by them which are, which are, this, which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands that at that time you were uh, without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants and promises. Listen to this. Having no hope and without God in the world. Now we get to another one. But now uh, in Christ Jesus ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Hallelujah. Thank God for that this morning, huh? Listen, disgrace, huh? Nobody can earn salvation. Huh? There's not a set of rules, there's not a set of regulations, or not a set of do's and don'ts that we can follow that will get us into the kingdom of God. There's no such thing. The only power man has today is the power of choice. He can choose Christ and accept the gift and be saved, or he can reject it and be eternally lost. There's no other way, huh? Praise God. It's not of ourselves, huh? Praise God, huh? We walked that way, huh? In times past, we lived in sin. I remember in my own life how I lived my life and what I'd done, huh? And had those conversations, huh? Huh? And now, now listen. Now that I'm saved and changed, huh? And these men that are not saved, and I'm around them, I hear their conversations, I hear their jokes, I hear their stories in their life, huh? And I'll tell you, at one time mine was like that. But I'm thank God I've been changed and redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, huh? But I was there at one time, huh? Just like they was. Paul wanted them to look at that. Take a look at that. Huh? Remind them where they come from, what God had done for them. Praise God. Huh? It said here, Ye, and ye are raised us, and, and has raised us up together, and made us set together in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. These glorified bodies, huh? When this is all over with, and you and I are in heaven, huh? And we have this new body, and time shall be no more. Like the last verse said, there in amazing grace, huh? We're gonna sit in heavenly places for eternity. Hallelujah. Praise God. Think about it this morning, huh? Amen. I gotta quit. so much. There's so much here. Uh, sit said here, for by grace you are saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works lest any man should boast. We kind of just explained that. Now listen to this. He said, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus and to good works which a God had before ordained that we should walk in them. I want to tell you something this morning. Huh? He was telling them that they could their works were no good. Their works were not going to get them to heaven. Huh? But, but when they got saved and God changed their lives, He gave them another work. And now they have new works. Good works. Godly works. Huh? Praise God. Huh? Listen, I want to tell you something this morning. You and I and every Christian cannot do anything, huh, any works without Christ, huh, without Him in our hearts and in our life. I'm talking about Christian works, huh, Christian, growing Christian fruit, living a Christian life, huh, praise God, listen, huh. It said there that, that uh Jesus was conceived of the Holy Ghost, huh? In Mary's womb, huh? That the whole she 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 was questioning, how's this gonna happen, God? How's this gonna take place? I don't even know a man. I'm not even married, huh? I have no sexual relationships with no man. But this angel said, the Spirit of God <laughs> will come upon you, huh? You remember that verse? And the power of the highest shall overshadow you, huh? And this holy thing that will be conceived in your womb will be the Son of God, huh? You and I, I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) That is a great thing that you and I were conceived, huh, in this spiritual birth from the Holy Spirit itself. You get that? You understand that, huh? Listen, it's over there in John, huh? We're born not of blood, not of the will of man, not of the will of flesh, but of God. Huh? That's you and I. Praise God. I think about this, this grace, and it's just amazing, huh? He couldn't have worded it a better. Couldn't give it a better title than Amazing Grace. It's a song, huh? I tell you, it's what helped, what saved us. I don't understand it. And I know you don't understand it either, huh? But God's grace brought us here today. We're in this church for a reason this morning, huh? Think about that. Think about all the grace. Just just the little things in this life that he's done for us and brought us through. I tell you, I think of that. We think of our families that he's given us. I tell you, I go back, I think about my family, my mom and my dad, my brother, Mike and my sisters. I think about all the grace that God had given me when I was a little kid growing up. Huh? I think about this, this grace, huh, how he gave me a family. I was born into a family and a mom and dad that loved me and cared for me, huh, and watched over my life. That's grace, huh, that's grace. And I thought about myself, huh, and my children, my three daughters, huh, the grace of God, huh. The gift of God that he has given me them, huh? I'm so thankful for that grace this morning. I want to tell you something. God, I said this before, and it's so true. God knew that I needed them, huh? The things I went through in this life, huh? If it wasn't for my children, huh? If it wasn't for my girls, huh? Huh? That God had given me them, I would have probably just given up, huh? But his grace and his mercy and his giving to me and helped me in strength. And now, I'm not going to say I'm old, but now that I'm older, my kids are all out of the nest, they got their own families, huh? It's down just to me. And he's given me the grace each day to live. Each day to carry on and walk in this life. I want to tell you something. God is real, and He is just as real as your faith is in Him. Huh? The more faith you have, the more trust, and the more obedient you are to Him, and believing in Him, and giving Him your life, the realer that He will be. And that's a message for me. Amen. I need that message. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I appreciate your attention today. I appreciate everything. I don't even think I even prayed to ask God to help me on the message. I usually do that. but Thank you, Did. Surely we'll just pray that God had given me those things to say. But if you ever think about this grace, look at that verse that we read today, those verses. And think about... Your own self. Amen. you're fit right in with those Ephesians, those Gentiles. that's what we want. Us. Amen. All right, let's stand together this morning. <laughs> Praise God.